Welcome to Watershed's November podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and I'm the head of programme here at Watershed. This one sees the opening of Austrian director Michael Haneke's extraordinary and moving new film, Amour. The film premiered at the Cannes Film Festival earlier this year and from the moment the first screening ended, everyone knew they had seen the Palme d'Or winner. It's not that any of the films that came before or after were bad. Indeed, some of them were brilliant. To my mind, these included Jacques Audiard's Rust and Bone and Ulrich Seidel's Paradise Love. It's just that when you sat through Amour, it spoke of complete perfection. In story, character, performance, theme, shot, length, edit, music, in essence, all the elements that are part of making a film come together in Hanukkah's Amour to create an outstandingly powerful cinematic experience. Nothing could or should be changed. Since seeing the film, I have been thinking about the notion of perfection in art. I tend to side with the view that it is unattainable, with the exception of Michelangelo's Pieta and Velasquez's Las Meninas. In fact, the nature of art, in my view, is to be constantly evolving. The 86-year-old blues musician B.B. King, in a recent interview, put it perfectly. I know it, his music, can never be perfect. It can never be exactly what it should be, so you've got to keep going further, getting better. Similarly, Bob Dylan, in a recent interview, talked about the role of the artist to be constantly in a state of becoming. I've been called to task on my argument against perfection, that I am following a simplistic, platonic, brackets, western, logic. Only God can create perfection. As God doesn't exist, therefore perfection doesn't exist. If only I was to look to the East and their take on aesthetics and art. However, for me, Samuel Beckett was one of the key artists to open up this Western existential and liberating chasm, as indeed did the Surrealists, Dadaists, Conceptualists, amongst others in the history of 20th century art, who challenged that classic orthodoxy of perfection in art. In essence, the removal of God, stroke perfection, from the equation allowed a freedom to be looser, less inhibited with the creation of art. However, on re-watching Amour, and revisiting the films of Michael Haneke, I would argue that Haneke is a great filmmaker to the extent that his filmmaking has of it the nature and feel of perfection in the way that the Pieta and Las Merinas have, in formal and aesthetic construction, combined with his subject matter, which explores the nature of what it means to exist in this morally complex world. I am thinking particularly of films like Funny Games, Code Unknown, Hidden and The Piano Teacher, I would also put the white ribbon in there as well. Although it has a historical setting, the film explores themes of the impact of individual actions and behaviour on wider society. In the white ribbon's case, it is on the next generation, who would be that generation of Germans who embraced Nazism. All of these films combine the language of cinema with an investigation of morality that both engages and unsettles the audience. After seeing Amour, a colleague compared the film to a classical piece of music where the director is the composer stroke conductor and has complete control over the orchestra and the music has emotional depths you never thought possible. The term, not a note played badly, seems apposite. My concern though is that Amour's subject matter, a happy, contented, elderly couple, played quite brilliantly and bravely by Jean-Louis Trontignon and Emmanuel Riva, 
Dealing with the onset of the wife's physical and mental deterioration may put people off because either it's too close to home or because ageing seems like an eternity away. Whilst it has an unsettling but increasingly omnipresent moral dilemma at its heart, i.e. the navigation of the end of a natural life, Haneke's control of the subject matter through his filmmaking is quite remarkable. I would urge you to see Amour because it is an extending example of artistic perfection in cinema, exploring with exceptional skill and style issues of love and death. Amour opens at Watershed on 16th of November. Now back to American cinema, and in particular, The Master. A while back, I posited the thesis that a certain strand of American cinema was concerned only with itself, and a self-referential self at that. Tarantino the master and key perpetrator. In fact, his new film, Django Unchained, opens in January, and I can't see any reason to think it will be anything other than more of the same. I haven't seen The Master yet, but I'm intrigued whether it falls within the orbit of my thesis or whether it looks outward and opens up wider issues from its depiction of transformation, redemption and salvation. The Master also opens at Watershed on the 16th of November. That's all for this month.